media at SAFM with Ashraf Dada. Exploring every media platform and industry. Only on 104 to 107. All right, we've got Chris Cabato on the line. There's lots of changes taking place, certainly, um, in terms of the newsroom. Uh, so appointments and decisions, really important in terms of who, who takes charge of what. Okay? So Chris Cabato is the CENEF Executive Director, in fact, the newly appointed CENEF Executive Director. Uh, Chris, good chatting to you. Hi. Thank you so much, Ashra, for having me on your show. How are you doing? I'm very good. Well, you know, you, you got yourself on the show by being appointed executive director, right? What, what does that mean, firstly? You know, you, you have a chairperson. Who, who was the former executive director? Um, the current chairperson of uh is Matlatse Gallant. Right. My former uh, colleague, the, yeah. Yeah, and the outgoing, obviously, uh, executive director is Professor Matata Tedu. So you're dealing with here with uh, veterans of uh, you know uh, South Africa. I, I I concur absolutely. Yeah. So so let's get this right. Would it then is it fair to say the executive director is is that person who would be like the MD, that the hands-on person of that organisation, as opposed to the chair who does an oversight role? Yes, um, the way Sanef is structured is that we do have our council. You know, we have our election every year. You know, the the AGM. Uh, and then they, we have an election for our office bearers. Our office bearers, you elect a chairperson, there's a deputy chairperson, uh, Katie uh, Katopodis. Yeah. Then the Secretary General, Regime Walusi, uh, Treasurer, Adrian Basson. Uh, and then we copped into that, a chairperson for our subcommittee on media freedom. And then the regional conveners uh, who are, are coming from the provinces. So that forms your council, as it were, the office bearers. So those are the people who are uh, your political leadership. The executive director is really your head of your admin, just getting on with the mundane business of ensuring things, uh, you know, happen, you know, implementation of our strategic plan. You use the word mundane. It's obviously far from mundane. You, you, you are in a very, very volatile industry, aren't you? We are. We are. We are facing so many challenges from all over. Um, the one first critical challenge is obviously around media freedom. Um, and I can always come back to that to elaborate. The second, of course, uh, is the the, uh, the Internet revolution and what it has uh, done to our business models. As you know, the kind of hemorrhaging that is happening in terms of our sector um, as we try to find sustainable media uh, uh, business models. Then, of course, um, there are other issues that are kind of cropping up that we've just been discussing, issues of uh, fake news that we do have to respond to. But media freedom is one critical area that we have to uh, respond to. Well, I mean, that's just the point. I was going to ask you that for you in your role now, maybe three of your your biggest challenges that you are expected to to face uh, in your your position, what would they be then, Chris? Yeah, um, well, I can point out to... um, let's say, the one external and one internal, okay? Um, in the external environment, it has to do with media freedom, uh, and it's at two levels. One is uh, issues around legislation that would have a, a devastating impact on the practice of journalism. You've seen what we have had to do with the uh, Protection of State Information uh, Bill, um, and uh, secondly, there's one that's coming up now, which is the prevention of uh, aid crimes and hate speech uh, bill, 
that is also uh, coming up that we have to, uh, as SNF, uh, respond to. So legislation is uh, one that we have to respond to as it impacts uh, on the practice of journalism. Okay, and, and what, what, sort of, what, what sort of legislation? What, you know, there's been discussion around uh, the information bill and protection you know, and all that sort of thing about a camping down in media freedom. Is that the type of legislation or something else? It is that, that kind of legislation. Um, let, let's just give an example of what's coming up uh, in the hate crimes bill. The hate crimes bill as it stands right now, and we have made our submission um, uh, on it, it would mean that you could, um, although it is laudable in what it intends to do, um, but if it comes into law as it stands, it means that actually you criminalize satire, you criminalize uh, caricature, mm. uh, because you cannot say certain kind of things um, about a group, whether along racial, gender, ethnic, or religion, or language um, uh, considerations, as it were. So it is broadly worded as it stands, and Sanef's position is that uh, it is laudable. Uh, we understand the context in which it is coming in, but then that it just needs a refinement in its language and to ensure that there is an exception to artistic uh, creativity and to journalism. Then, I mean, to, to loosely quote some people in, in government in the past uh, couple of years, there was a sense that media and government are effectively at war with each other, right? Uh, is that the way you see I do not think so. Um, I think that there are obviously healthy tensions. We occupy, um, you know, we have different roles to play within society. Uh, but um, we we think that um, the Senate position is always to engage and hoping that uh, uh, in engaging we can come up to consensus as to what should happen. But where uh, there is no consensus, we have to take action, and that action can be, for example, like in the uh, jamming of the parliamentary signal, go to court, you know, as we went to the Supreme Court of Appeal. Um, but overall, we think that we are able to speak uh, to government. We are able to speak to a whole lot of, uh, um, you know, stakeholders uh, around our concerns. Now, I, I would take it then the, the the issue then of fake news. Um, we'll talk about transformation just now. Is uh, has certainly come to the point in the last few months, and, and in the last week, sadly, it's becoming a far, far bigger issue around the world and in South Africa. What, what's the what's NF's position regarding that? Well, we have it as an agenda item for our council meeting, which takes place on the 11th um, of February in Cape Town, uh, and we were going to come up with a clearer position. Um, but my own sense, um, uh, Ashraf, which is not the Senate position currently, as we are going to discuss it, is that we, we need to do a number of things. One is obviously upping our game in terms of our, what I would call journalism of verification. That means we really have got to ensure that ourselves, we retain that credibility and that trust of our readers, which means also we've got to out that information which is wrong, the role of fact-checkers becomes very important in us collaborating with them, uh, organizations like uh, Africa Check. The second is really around public education. Uh, we take it for granted, you and I, that you know, we can discern um, and be able to distinguish what is fake and what is real. Uh, but for a lot of people consuming news uh, online on Facebook and Twitter, they might not be able to have that, uh, be able to discern that.
So a whole lot of effort must go into how do you detect what is fake and, uh, you know, what is real. But uh, said we have to make a, have an engagement with Facebook and Twitter. Uh, the Internet is not really exactly the wild, wild west. Mm-hmm. You know, Facebook is a company. Twitter is a company. If we look at what is happening in Germany, um, there is an engagement. Germany has got very strong, stringent uh, data privacy laws, and they have engaged with Facebook, and Facebook is compelled to flag what is potentially um, fake news and market as such. We also need to do the same kind of um, engagement here. Really, how do we uh, ever, are we able to contain um, uh, this? As it were? What, what, what then about the, the other issue, which is the allegations that the media is being played by, by, by political agenda groups? Um, these, these will always be um, some of the perceptions, but from the SANEF uh, point of view, um, the SANEF is a 20-year-old organization, and at the core of what we promote, our vision, is really promoting quality and ethics of, um, uh, of journalism to reflect diversity of South Africa and to champion freedom of expression. So quality and ethics in journalism are at the core of what we do promote. Um, and uh, we believe that our members, um, you know, subscribe to the press code around that. And all they have to report is really factual, is balanced, it's fair. Um, issues of perception will play out. Um, and they play out, Ashraf, precisely because the 1994 consensus is unraveling. And we're seeing a whole lot of joking for power, a whole lot of, um, you know, angst in this society. Um, and there'll be that perception, mm-hmm. but our members should just continue to do the. Well, well, I, well I'll tell you what. Maybe as we, as you get into the job, we'll certainly talk on on a, on a range of issues, um, you know, very specific to, at that time, and we'll certainly leave that for later on. But, but just a last thought. A congratulations on getting the job, and that's what we wanted to tell you. But, but, but from your side, uh, Chris, wh- why did you accept it? What for you is the big thrill um, in in being the executive director at SNF? Um, my passion, really, for media freedom, uh, my passion for what I think SANEF could be, uh, even as we face challenges in terms of our own sustainability, you know, our funding has come down because um, uh, in the past the subscriptions came from our, the media houses and, uh, and, and members, as it were. Uh, but I think that, uh, you know, in this whole changing environment, um, we can reimagine SANEF. Uh, and I would like to be um, at the helm of that with uh, with the political leadership. So I'm excited uh, with a little bit of trepidation, but I think we'll, we'll, we'll reimagine SANEF and uh, make it a vibrant. Well, let, let's uh, see. Program. Maybe you know, uh, let, let's talk two months from now and see just just how how far you're succeeding on that journey of reimagining what SANEF is and what SANEF uh, would be uh, at that stage. Chris uh, Cabuato, thanks for your time. Uh, feel free to tweet further information about SANEF as well so we can share that message to the now Executive Director at SANEF, which is the acronym for the South African National Editors Forum. Chris, appreciate your time. Right, let's move on to another side of, of news gathering uh, that's really important. In fact, we'll chat about challenges facing journalists in war zones just now. Very important, but Freelancers, where are they with regards to where they fit in with regard to income and jobs and trends? We'll get a report on that in a moment.